Hello, I'm Felicia Vereen, always known as Fee. Hey Fee, and I'm your girl Sharita Three, better known as Red. And, and we, we are Inspire Her, the Total Woman Podcast. A new podcast all about uplifting you. Yes. Because friends face it, you are awesome. We'll be chatting up about topics we love to talk about. All the things we as women must juggle every day and the ish we complain about. Who's listening? We'll chat about the struggle, the job, and about him. Mm. You know who we're talking about. That boo, husband, boyfriend, ex, whatever you're calling them today. Mm. Our lovely hellions. I mean, kids. Our angels. But seriously, friends, life happens, and we don't always get a chance to talk about it. We take it on the chin, and we keep it moving. Because that's what we were told to do. Yep. But here on Inspire Her, the Total Woman podcast with Red and Fee, we are the friends you love to hang out with. We are here to inspire her, the Total Woman. Yes. We are live on Inspire Her. How are you guys doing tonight? Beautiful. Hey. Nice. I'm happy that you guys are here with us on Inspire Her, the Total Woman. Tonight we want to say hello from C and Red. Decided that we were going to do something a little different tonight. We decided we were going to get a bunch of people together and talk about are we doing too much or not enough in these relationships that we're having with each other. This is going to be a no holds barred conversation. When we say no holds barred, that means that that's whatever you want within reason. So we have some questions that we've gotten from you guys. We have some questions that we've come up with. Of course, there are going to be questions that are created from comments that are being made. And I already see Frank laugh. <laughs> I know. Something going on in his in his head. But inspire her, guys. You know what we're all about. Inspire her. We want to inspire women. We want to empower women. And if we just so happen to inspire some men as well, that is an added plus. But tonight is just, we want to know what men are thinking. Men want to know what women are thinking. And we're going to divulge some secrets tonight, maybe. Well, get some good information on. First of all, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Red, the other half of Red and Fee. And I'm Fee. And I'm just sipping on a little red wine. We have Kayla Perillo. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. I'm Katrina. I'm sipping on my pink Moscato. All right. Frank the Tank. What's up, everybody? Frank the Tank, a.k.a. Malcolm, Farron, and, and Little Reno's daddy. And I'm sipping on some vodka and cranberry juice. I know. That's right. I miss, welcome, Miss Toya. How are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm Toy. Um, I have sweet tea. Hey, I'm Jason. I am one half of the Kings to Move On podcast, and I'm sipping on a little Jameson. But be telling people the purpose, you know, where did you come up with this idea of the no holds bar? Well, when I lived in Richmond, I used to get a bunch of my friends together, even amount of guys and girls, and we would have a party. Um, we would have, you know, some drinks and food and we were just, because we were always getting together talking about men, such and such in my relationship. I just don't understand why men do this. And then guys would be like, well, I don't understand why y'all do that. So I said, well, you know what? Let's get each other together. That's the question. And so that's what we used to do. And we we called it No Holes Barred because you could ask the questions you want to ask. And the people there, they had to answer. You know, it was always respectful. No one ever you know, got mad at anybody else. At least I don't think so. But it was fun. And we played games sometimes. And um, that's when I went to Red. I said, hey, let's do that online and see, you know, what comes of it. So tonight we're just going to ask questions. Feel free to ask your own questions. If you don't want to answer something, I mean, you can bow out, but we hope you don't. You know, just, And we're going to have, we're going to be respectful of each other. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get started. You put your glasses back on, Peggy. You know what? I want to ask this question to the ladies first. This came from the fellas. Where does sex rank in level of importance in a relationship? Who wants to tackle that? Where does sex rank in the level of importance in a relationship? Trina got some facial expressions going on. You sat up for that one. It ain't time to drink right now, Jason. (laughs) Not yet. Okay. 
Go ahead, friend. I think you got to hear. Um, sure, I'll answer that. I would say that um, just from my personal experience, the last relationship I was in, he fit everything on paper, but sexually, um, it wasn't there for me. So we lasted about three months. So it's not everything, but there has to be some sort of sexual connection or chemistry for you to have a meaningful relationship, I feel. So sex is probably number three for me. Wait a minute, we're not on a virgin? This, this is not a virgin podcast? <laughs> oh, wow, you know good well. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I need to cut off. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I, I might apologize. What's, what's number one and two then, George? Yeah. Um, then for me, number one would be a relationship with God, and then family would be number two. So sex would be number three. Okay. God, family, and then bring that thing. I got you. <laughs> right. Who's family? Like your family or his family or, or what? Just family in general. Somebody that's family oriented. I have children, so I would need that connection as well to be connected to my children if we're going to be in a relationship. So if he has, if he got some good good, and but he can't get along with your kids, that's oh, it's not gonna work. That's never <laughs> it, it can't. It can't be a. It can't be a B A N as That's we talk about. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> a B A N. Explain to the people, Frank the Tank, what a B A N is. Or, or as Peggy would call it, a D S. Was it a D S D? D S D. It's like the D S W. Yeah. A, a backup. A band. A band is a backup man. Okay. <laughs> but that's not a relationship. That that's the DSD and the BAN is not considered a relationship. Anybody else had a response to where they rank, where the sex ranks? Sex is up there, right? Because I feel like you have to be sexually attracted to somebody or like, for example, I had a relationship and I think it might have been about six months, but I thought about cheating every single week. <laughs> <laughs> I was not sexually satisfied. And if I like if I'm not sexually satisfied every day, you gonna make me make me walk in the door, I would just be upset. Because I'm not sexually satisfied. <laughs> I don't get to have that smile on my face like, woo, he put it down last night. Woo. So it is really up there. I kind of agree with my friends though, like, you know, God first, family first, sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Sex is, um sex is up there. And it needs to be great. Well, let me ask a follow-up to that. You said you're with somebody and you thought about cheating every day. So how long were you with that person then? It was like six months. Why? Why? Because I was just, you know, I was young and I was like, well, he fits everything out. You know, I got smart. You know what? I'm thinking about cheating, so I don't need to be with him. Really, because I'm really not satisfied and it's not getting any better. So how'd you break up with him? I mean, I just was like, you know, this isn't working out. We're really sister with good friends, but I was just like, this isn't working out for me. But did y'all talk about it? Did you try to work it work through it, help with whatever issue was? I did. It didn't work. It didn't work. I tried. It didn't work. I tried everything. Jason, did you have that experience? Because you sure they had a lot of follow-up questions. No, um, actually. <laughs> you kind of shocked him with that question. I mean, <laughs> did she stun you a little bit? <laughs> no. I actually saw a post on on social media, and it talked about sexual compatibility and how important is it. So I thought it was a good question for the panel. But Ura, um, me personally? No. Okay. No. What the answer to that? Okay. No. So, um, Katrina, when you um, broke it down to him, or, you know, how was his response? Because everybody, you know, they say they want the truth, but a lot of times the when you tell them stuff like that, they don't receive it well. You know, actually, he was mature about the situation. He definitely understood. He didn't get upset. He didn't get mad. You know, he was just kind of like, if I can't fulfill you in that type of way, and we've tried, we've tried different things. He was like, I definitely understand. And we need to go our several ways. Okay. Good. Well, let's be, let's be real about it. 
So y'all talk about like what you liked and what he liked before y'all had sex though? No, probably not. See, that's bullshit. I'm sorry. That's bullshit. Oh, excuse me. We just we really need to know that type of stuff. I'm sorry. If I can't curse, let me know. But I'm gonna be honest, but that's the type of shit that we that men and women should know from the jump. Just like what's your favorite food? Okay, what position you like? What what do you like to do? What do what do you like? How do you like it? Do you like it rough? You like it soft? You like it hard? You like it slow? You like it fast? You like it sloppy? Shit, tell me, talk to me. Well, you know what? That question, that question was raised in another group, and it was, why can't we talk about these things just like we talk about what do I like to eat? Mm-hmm. You know, what do I like to do? You know, do I like to read? Do I like to ride a bike? Well, you know, what that? What's your freak number? There you go. <laughs> why is it taboo? Yeah. You know, right. Good question. Yeah, especially if you're with somebody one on one. Why is it? It should be open door. Let's talk about anything. So but, would you raise that question? Like if we were on a date and you met me for the first time and we just, you know, starting out, you would raise that question? So I won't hit you with the first date. No. Nah. <laughs> I'll ease you into it. I won't be like, so uh like lobster, that's cool. You like to get this? No, I won't hit you like that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not on the first date. I'm so like, when do we start talking about sex? Right. Um that's a good question. What do you think, Frank? Because I know Shit, you're the second it. text. I mean, the second day. We the didn't talk about this stuff. Did you call it a test? <laughs> no, no, text. Text We really need to talk about it. We really need to see because what we're trying to do, we're trying to find out, figure out if we're compatible. Now, we ain't got to have sex on the second day. But like Nelly said, unless we're going to do it. But but the thing is, you want to know. You really want to know those things. Because if, if somebody doesn't doesn't like things that you like sexually, what's the point of even staying in a relationship? What's the point of even trying to be in a relationship if that's the case? You, you're you going to be in the six months. You're going to waste your time six months. With, well, with you six months. <laughs> well, you don't want to brought it up there. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, but you know what? To... I'm, I'm not gonna send you out, Kate, but since you did bring it up. <laughs> um, but listen, we all know if we ain't coming through or not. It's you now Frank's talking about how y'all know. Come on. I mean, I ain't talking about you faking it. I'm talking about if it's not good sex. You know, if you didn't have a good night, <laughs> and you're like, well, girl, this was my, you know, uh, been a while. Give me another chance, uh, you know. You know, it don't happen to me like that. But, right. you know, and if y'all continuously having sex and you just not satisfying her, you know. And the same way. Same way. If we're not, if y'all are not satisfying us, I mean, we, we, y'all, I'm pretty sure you guys or women would like to know, hey, this is, this is not hidden. Let's, let's try it this way. Or, or I'm, you don't want us to be rude or say anything, you know, out of pocket, but I'm pretty sure y'all would want to know as well. And, mm-hmm. and Feelings are going to get hurt on, hurt on both ends, but the truth is the truth. All right. Everybody answered, Everybody got it all out? What you want to know about that question? <laughs> For those of you who are watching on Facebook or wherever wherever you're watching from, we are Inspire Her with Red and Fee. We are talking about relationships. Are we doing too much or not enough? And it's a no-holds-barred conversation. We're going to be asking some questions and then you want to stem some some questions from those. And if you're watching and you have questions, put them in the comments and we'll see if we can um, get those questions answered while we're online. So we got a couple beforehand. We were able to ask for some questions. So one of the questions that we had, do men feel uncomfortable when their woman or girlfriend or wife makes more money than them? No. No, nope. it, it actually it actually inspires me to to want to do better, to want to to want to step my game up. So now nah, it doesn't bother me at all. Now wait 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 a second. Now she is she clocking in half a million or something like that, and, and I'm I'm sitting here at ninety or hundred thousand. Yeah, that's, that that may that may bother get you a certain way, but if we talking about twenty five fifty. Seventy-five thousand. No, I don't think it'll bother me too much. I think 
Well, personally, I have a problem with it. But I think for some men, it depends on the scenario. Like, if a woman is doing very well financially and the way she handles herself or cares herself with the money makes him feel less than, it could be a problem for him. Mm, okay. So you know, what would be some ways that she would make him feel less than? Well, you know, a man wants to look at being a man, right? Right. Even, even if he's not bringing home the bacon, per se, in that relationship, he still wants to feel like he's being the man. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when women make more money, they tend to feel like they're a decision maker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It tend to feel like, well, I'm I got the money, so you know, ain't shit. Yeah. Mm. You say, baby, no, I don't want to do that. Let's just do this. Like, I got it. I can do whatever. You like, okay, you're right. And that kind of stuff. Right. You know, so that that can be an issue for me. I do think it takes a very mature, you know, couple to be able to handle that situation because a lot of times, you know, that's easier said than done because. You know, people um egos, um, especially, you know, with that, you know, people are um, you know, look at status and, you know, material things and stuff like that. So sometimes that does put men in a um in a in a position where it kinda like it may um you know, it may hurt their ego a little bit. Especially, you know, like if you said if it's a um like a big difference in, in um in salary or income, you know. So I think that, you know, that does, but I think it takes real honesty, some, you know, being honest about the situation and how it making you feel and then also being um, mature as to being able to handle that because a, a lot of people can't handle that. And, and one thing I'll say that like almost 20 years ago, I was, when I was in, when I was married and I was the, pri- I was, I made the most money out of me and me and my ex-wife at, and my wife at that time. But then I was in the mortgage industry and when my income went from up here to down here, you know, she had that quote unquote power. And she, in my opinion, in my opinion, she may look at it differently, but she, she took it a different, she abused that. And it, there, there was a lot of arguments that came along with that. There's a lot of arguments of her saying that I should get this job and this job, but I, I've been, I've been a salesman since been a salesman. So you, for you to tell me that I need to go and do, do change my profession up altogether, that just brought a lot of arguments and a, a lot of, lot of uh, tr- mistrust. Uh, it's just everything, the, everything else that came with the marriage. The only thing I, that that I didn't do on my end, I don't know about her, but uh, one thing that didn't happen on my end was was the cheating. But everything else, the finances that that couples argue about, the the power that couples argue about, we had that, and it was bad. Mm. Just you bad. think. It was in her approach and how she came at you, or was it just... Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You can't just come to me and tell me, bless you. You just can't come to me and just tell, talk to me any kind of way, because it's still, at the end of the day, I'm going to try to respect you, I'm going to try to respect me, and I'm still a man. Yeah, plus when you lose, um, like you said, when you lose a major amount of income in that type of situation, that's already... um, That already does something to the person itself, mentally anyway. Um, You know, because, you know, that's that's like a um like a major loss, you know what I'm saying? So you have to process that. So then you know, so that's a lot. I mean, you know, it is. It's a lot. But like I said, I don't think a, a lot of um I don't think a, everybody can handle that situation. It takes a really mature um you know couple to be able to um to handle that. It's, it can be done, but mm-hmm. but it will take a lot of you know putting putting things on the table and being honest about it and all that kind of stuff and being able to you know work through it. But everybody can't handle that. But that's doable. It is. Any other feedback to that question? All right. I think one of the um, guys wanted to know why do women think they're always right? Yeah, we yeah. are. We are yeah. always right. It's see, see what I'm saying? Like <laughs> because right. most of the time we are. We are. End of discussion, right? Done. <laughs> moving on. No, I mean, okay. So we, we listen. We listen. We do listen. Yeah. Well, do you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You said we don't listen, Jason. Huh. Right. <laughs> Is that what you say? Oh, you're gonna get ganged up on. <laughs> 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 no, com- communication <laughs> is very important. Communication is it I is. think I'm the type of woman I can admit when I'm wrong. 
That one time? No, whenever. <laughs> but you need Frank. to be able to do the same. Well, Frank. <laughs> but wait a minute. I can admit that there's been several times where I thought I was right and I didn't want to hear nothing or I'm talking to you, but I already got my mind made up. Yeah, me too. And I, I, I can't <laughs> come back and, and be like, um, I'm sorry. You know, I had to, but then sometimes it, it just, you know, sometimes we just we just feel like we it just, one and one, it just depends on, you know, how much we care about the relationship. Sometimes if we don't care, we just Yeah. And it's a, and it's a difference in us saying that, you know, we think we right and not not being open to um not being open to other ideas or viewpoints because we're looking at it a certain way. We're not saying that. Because most of the time, most of the time, we as women, we kind of like research and, and, and play out all the different scenarios and, and stuff like that. So usually when we when we're trying to like especially when it comes to like major decisions, a lot of times we kind of do a lot of research. So to you know to kind of make sure that what we're um you know what we're trying to do is you know the right, you know, really down the right line that's going to, you know, be most advantageous, you know, for, for uh, us. I just saw four heads. We just be like, you know, just flying off the, you know, the cuff, but at this stage of the game, you know, we just, we just can't make, you know, just fly by night decisions. We got to make sure that everything, you know, because we have priorities and we got things that, you know, that, you know, if we if we make the wrong decision, you know, we can have some, you know, we got stuff to lose. So most of the times we don't just make, you know, random fly by night decisions or whatever, or you know, you know, or I'm just gonna um have a drink and I'm gonna and by the time I finish drinking, I, I, this is what I'm gonna do. No, we need to think that stuff out, we research so, it. So what you're trying you know? to say is men Donnie, um, like to fly fly off our ass and say, uh-huh. We're gonna make this no, decision. That's not what we're you gonna have us flying right behind. And then we got <laughs> what we're saying, please. That's not what we're saying. Please. Please. Help but, but let me let me let me ask this. We because Toy was clapping, but she's on mute. <laughs> she so, was. She's doing the same. Well, come on, yeah. baby, and tell me what you got to say. I need to hear that voice. Come on. <laughs> I was just, I was agreeing with her because I do think we as women, we take more time to think out actions. Like if you go back to Trina, she said she was in a relationship for six months. She thought about cheating, but instead of doing that, she actually worked with her partner to try to come to a common ground or try to work out their differences. And I also think when it comes to women thinking that they're right, I feel like if you have a man that you feel like is a good leader um, that you can follow, that makes all of the difference. Um, so, <laughs> okay. so, yeah, it just depends on the male that you have in your life because if you trust him, to do right by you all and your family, then you will definitely allow him to make the decisions and then follow his lead. Where's Kevin Samuel? And you have to be led by God. And you have to follow God. That's right. So let me ask you. Who's on mute? Let me ask you this. Me and leading and you following. So you hear this bullshit, Camille. <laughs> and candy gave us yeah, over there trying to stay in the corner and not say nothing. Oh Lord, Frank. What you over there sipping on for real? What you sipping on for real, Frank? I told Khalil, he here this mess. Go ahead, Khalil. What? That ain't no mess. Oh, you want some backup. That's why you want Khalil. Speak your piece, Khalil. Can you hear me, Khalil? Y'all talking all over Jason. He was trying to make a point. Go ahead, Jay Money. Go ahead. in point. I'll just prove the man point. Yeah. <laughs> let me talk. Let me say something. Let me say something to talk. But uh, <laughs> let me say, I think it has to do with your upbringing. So let's say if you're a woman and you're raised in a house with, with, with a woman only, say the man, your father wasn't really there, wasn't impactful, you may have an outlook on a man, whereas you just feel you are the leader anyway because your mom was the leader in the house. You know, I mean, I've had that past relationship where her mother was a strong figure in the house and the dad was just kind of 
you know, he just kind of rolled with the punches. So when you meet a man that's like, no, I don't do that. I actually stand up for what I think and feel. It was an issue because she was raised a certain way. So. I can agree with that. <laughs> we agree with that. You see all the hand nods. We agree with him too. Okay. Especially if you are raised with a very strong-minded, if you are raised by a very strong-minded woman, you kind of take on those characteristics. Well, that's, that's true because a lot of, a lot of, and unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, a lot of black women had to take that role in the, a lot of black women had to take that role in the 50s and 60s um, with, with absentee men or whatever the case may have been. They had to be that that primary person. And that's how the generation that, that I'm in, I guess you can call us a generation X's, that's, we come from a, a long line of strong black women. So they're, therefore, they're going to raise strong black women. Which which falls in where you you a lot of these women are right now. They'll be strong a strong woman and still choose to be with a partner that is a leader though. Yeah. I think that I am a strong woman. I think my friend would say the same thing, but I still um want a man that would lead. Tell you to shut lead. up. I'm gonna handle this. Shut shut the hell up, Toy. Let me tell you. I don't know if that's strong. No, Frank. Frank, they want you to be strong in the bedroom, but quiet in the room. Yeah. No, but being, being strong and leading a woman doesn't mean like shut the hell up when you're when he's talking, y'all. It actually means like there's you have a certain level of respect for him, and you still will reach out to your man before you make important decisions, and you will listen to his guidance. Right. Kavani said, even with that, some women, we still know that they need a strong man. And she said, exactly, Toy. Yeah, so. Yeah. We got comments. Oh, I didn't know we had comments. I don't want a weak guy. Well, I don't know. Oh, I get it. I definitely don't want a weak man. I definitely don't want a weak man. I'm paid, but I want a strong man. I don't want a man. I don't want him to be like, look, man, come on now. Yeah. I want him to get you straight, is what yeah. you yeah, give me straight. All but, I, but I want him to I want him to get me straight based on on the fact that you know he on his knowledge, not just because he's just trying to use his muscle. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not gonna follow a guy who um at a certain at at a certain at this certain stage they that they haven't like have done major things like you know, okay. If they if they're not taking care of their kids or they don't have a good relationship with their parents or their family and they don't um you know they don't value their credit or they you know stuff oh, no 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 I'm, no, I'm no. not gonna put my that type of trust in a if if I haven't seen you know if I'm in that involved with that person and I haven't seen that they have made some smart decisions when it comes to their finances and just the things that they're doing that determines whether or not I'm gonna have some type of confidence in them to make a good decision for us as a partnership. You know, if I see that, oh yeah, I'm gladly. I would gladly, yeah, take the lead. You know what I'm saying? Because we we have we've done it for so long, you know, for the most part, you know, so we already know what it entails. But if we're not seeing that in in the part in the in you know in the guy, yeah. I think that's a lot of the stuff that you know me we may have reservations about because we're not seeing that if they're not making you know certain decisions that we already know are going to be questionable. Exactly. So Esther said, "What is the definition of a strong man?" And ladies or gentlemen can answer this. No, I want to hear y'all. I want to hear this. No, no, no. Hey, no, hey, no. Hey, I want to hear you guys tell us what you think is strong. But wait a minute. Before you do that, though, so Khalil said he can only hear Peggy. So Peggy, you get the question, so Cliff can answer. He can only hear you for some reason. Say it again. Only hear Peggy. Hear Peggy. You can only hear Peggy. Say in the chat. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, Khalil. That means we got the best sound. That's what that means, Khalil. You are. Mm -hmm. Repeat your question. What's what you said? Was the definition of what? What's it? What is it? Esther says, "What is the definition of a strong man?" Khalil, they want to know what's the definition of a strong man. Definition of a strong man, in my opinion, somebody who can lead, um, make the hard decision, um, can just uh, run a household. I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay, and here a lot of the men that we say aren't strong, 
that's the reason because they come in well some of them not a lot some yeah. they want to come in and be the man they're not leading the household well, I want to make the definition of leading the household. I want to communicate. I want a man that can communicate his feelings. That he that's emotionally strong. That's mm -hmm. mentally tough. You know, that's included in all of that. It makes a strong man to me. But what's your definition? What's a woman's definition, or what? What are you women's definition of leading a household? I can tell you. Um, well, first, my idea of a strong man is somebody that can come into the household. And you know, take care of business. I've I've been I've been leading my household for a very long time, and you get tired. So you know, come in and 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 take care of paying the bills. Make sure the grass is cut. Make sure all these things are done. I'll take care of all the rest of this stuff. You. So he should pay the bills when the bills come. He should pay them, or or what do you mean? It's not like um. We want to be in the blind and not knowing how our finances are going and just giving putting it all in that one in that one person's hand you know even if, even if you're paying it jointly if you're getting together every once a month and you're going over your monthly bills or whatever and you all because you need to have a financial snapshot of where you are every month if you're not doing that and you're just going by um you know you wait till you get the um you wait till you get the cutoff notice before you pay the bill or making a partial pay. Yeah. Partial. <laughs> 25 Put some on it. Put some on it. Put some on it. Like Candace said, at least care about the finances of what's going on in the house. Yeah. And Esther said again, what about sharing leadership? People have different skill sets. I'm saying, and, and then too, when it comes to a strong man as well, somebody that can come in and be there for the children, somebody that the children mm -hmm. can look up to, not just us. Mm -hmm. Our kids got to be able to look up to okay. you. So, so I have a father. I have a question for that. I have a question for that. If you if you're in a if you have a if you already have children in a and you're getting into a relationship with a man, and y'all are in love, whatever. Who's first, your your children or your man? I would say that my children are always going to come first, and I yeah. think that's an issue that I might struggle with. But but and what I feel like is hopefully if I meet a man and he has children as well, then we will put our children first collectively. Um, I think that for me, I find it strange a little bit when people say, oh, in the Bible, it says that your husband is supposed to come first, but they want to follow that rule in the Bible, but everything else, they negate everything else. So just for me, I've been, I've been engaged um, and, you know, I haven't been married and I'm okay with that. I don't think I necessarily believe in marriage at this point. But I know for me, my children will always come first. And like I said, if I do meet a man, I feel like we would have that same common goal. I don't I don't think it should be a struggle between who you're going to quit first, because it's always going to be my children. They're young. Now, as they get older and they start their own families, then I can understand that, okay, me and my husband, we're going to do our own thing. You have your family. But as for right now, my boys will always come Well, first. in a situation with that, though, Let's say if you you're saying that you want you want your your children will come first, then that leaves your man out. And, and I'm not saying that you're right or wrong. I'm not saying that at all. But I, what I am saying is, if you're bringing children into a relationship, just like if they're bringing children into a relationship, how are you all? How how are you all gonna do a discipline thing? If he if he's at at the house or y'all y'all living together, and that child comes in and is in there, just being disrespectful to him. What is he supposed to do? Come and talk to you? Say, Toy, you know what? This little bastard coming, coming and saying, cussing at me, and I ain't gonna have this. I'm gonna knock his little ass out. What do you? And what if? What if he knocks his little ass out? What? Well, first of all, why is he gonna call the channel a bastard? Right. Little bastard. So I'm just. <laughs> but I think that so that when you're first what if that was you? What if that was you? If you're going you to get serious. I feel like that's a conversation that needs to be had about discipline, how you all are going to decide to discipline the children collectively. Um, I would hope that that would be addressed. It could no. create a problem, though. Yeah. It could no, create friend, a problem. You know, that could be calling the girl, the girl on child a bastard. The no. baby's kids. Yeah. Yeah. It could no, Frank, you know, 
Your Frank, daughter you know is your, is your everything. Yeah. Your daughter comes first on everything. Yeah. yeah. So how do you handle it when a woman come in? Like, no, they're I mean, single. That's the reason why I'm single. We on this podcast and try to find some shit out. Help me. <laughs> Help me. <find laughs> listen, listen, where I, can listen, say, you know what this listen, I had that situation when I got married. Um, me too. I got married. And, you know, I had to make sure he was the right person to bring into my life. So that's that's why I I had to figure it out before I brought him into my daughter's life. I had to make sure that he was ready and that I would trust him to make decisions for my daughter. And if she was disrespectful, I automatic that I would automatically be able to trust that he's going to discipline her in the correct manner. Okay. Now, I will say this. I am now divorced, but my daughter and my ex, that's her daddy. Yeah. And that's how much I trusted him to be able to um, make those decisions for her. And I, uh, I think children comes first until you establish the relationship. Then the man has to come first because he's going to be the provider ultimately and lead the family. So I, I think kids come first. Just until you get that foundation, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to like jump that that bone and go straight to the man. But ultimately, shoot, he he gonna have to lead. He got to be a role model, so he gonna have to come first. Transition. Yes. What if what if your kids don't get along with your your significant other? Mm, well, that's gonna be a problem. Then that's gonna be a problem. Let me let me address that one. Um, so even though I don't have children, my mom and my dad divorced, and then she met my stepdad, and then they got together, and me and him didn't get along at first. It, it was very tough because I was used to just being with my mom for a couple of years because you know daddy was over there, and you know it was just me and my mom and my stepdad. I remember him one day because my mom was like, "This ain't gonna work." Oh my God, this ain't gonna work. Y'all not getting along. My stepdad sat me down and he was like, We gotta make this work. A real man. Because I love her, she loves me, and I love you too. I want y'all as my family. We have to make this work. And from that day on, I respected him so much. Yeah, one for coming in and to be to being a father to me and a an amazing father an amazing provider it just you know on so many levels so you know i'm kind of like the product of that but sometimes you just have to have a conversation because it might be hard and difficult for the kids they just been with mom for so long or they just been with daddy you know so and i had that situation yeah my my ex-wife i came in with a blended family she didn't have kids i did and her and my oldest were having were just every time my brother my son would come over we were just like with an attitude and she started getting an attitude too. And I just told them, I set them down. I remember sitting them down in our, in our house at that time. Like, look, I love her. I love you. Y'all go figure it out. You guys go figure it out. Mm-hmm. And before he passed, he, they were extremely close, but you know, she, he would go talk to her before he would come talk to me. And that kind of pissed me off, but you know what? I, I appreciated and I loved and I respected that relationship. Well, let me ask this question. One thing Toya said. Yeah, let me add to that. So the easy answer would be to walk away, but it's patience. So kids, kids are hard. Yeah. So definitely got to take your time. Let them get to know you. Cause they're not going to like you off the bat, especially if you're messing with their moms. If you're the man, they're not going to like that because they don't recognize that's- you. You're familiar. That's, that's just patience. Yeah. yeah. Esther said the the word first can be problematic. So what do you men say to women like Toya that she made a comment like she didn't believe that she would get married? What what do you guys say to us successful, beautiful black women, strong black women that don't have faith in marriage and don't feel like they're going to get married? What do you guys say to that, to a woman? Don't ask me. I don't have faith in either. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. Step back and say what the world. So listen, so there, so there's like the issue we have, and I think it's, it may be us or maybe everybody, but you you get used to being on your own. You get used to being doing your, handling your business the way you handle your business. 
and then a man comes along and wants to be the man and kind of takes one off you. And you said, you y'all said, hey, if he's a leader, he's this and this, I will step back. But some women don't. Some women say that, but they're so set in their ways of being the head of the household, they have problems submitting. And I, you don't take submit as, you know, bow down, master. Submit means there's a role here. You the man, you my man, come in and be the man. I will submit these things to you if I trust your decision making. But some women have that problem, like, well, I don't know if I can do that. You know, I want to still be the leader or we want to be like here. And it can cause friction. So I don't know. Women to... don't understand that they got some badass kids too. Well, I wouldn't talk about the kids. Well, we we passed kids. Man, man. Yeah. What happened? He's, 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 he's ruined. Frank, somebody messed you up. Yeah, Frank, I'm gonna need you to I'm gonna need you to kind of you know oh, see how that is. Oh, Frank need like a bear hug. Hey, forget y'all. I'm just trying to tell you. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Khalil got a question. Jason, you made some really good points. You made some really good points. And For that, me? Yeah, you did. And that you just goes back. Talks going online. And, and that just goes back to our faith in men. Yeah. Because it and, is a lot, it is hard for us to let go. One, like you said, we so used to doing things, and then we do when we do meet a person who is, you know, a good guy, and we may because we um you know, I've been, you know, dealing with, you know, had, you know, me have, you know, dealt with some, you know, funny does in the in the past or whatever. And then when we do meet somebody who's genuine and, you know, good, it is it does take a um a while for us to um, you know, to allow ourselves to be vulnerable and um accept allow that man to, you know, to do that. But you know, but you may not realize that we're doing it. But a good uh, you know, a good person, like if you if they if you, you know, make it known to them, you know. I, you know, let them know because they may not realize that they that they are um you know holding back like that until it's brought to their attention because they're so used to doing it. What about in a situation where you got a man who who works a lot? You know, I have I have a friend of mine who who whose boyfriend, husband, fiance, whatever you want to call him, he he works twelve to sixteen hours a day, mm. and there's a situation where they are still when when he comes home, he's tired. He, I can understand he's tired, and but. There, there are still responsibilities of the house, maybe cutting grass, maybe doing something else that, that she expects him to do. What, what is your opinion as a woman? What is your opinion on that? Someone who works 16 hours a day, four, five, six days a week. Well, they need to hire somebody to cut the grass. Yeah, me personally, me personally, <laughs> I'm like this. And and I'm I'm not I'm not insensitive to think oh you working all these hours and you still supposed to be able to no because my thing is with that with if you you know you working that if they're working that type you know that type of schedule realistically I'm a no oh you can't you're not gonna be able to do all these things mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm like this I'm if I'm gonna get if if something needs to be done and they're not physically able to do it I'm gonna get it done but everybody's not like that but so if he's not able to do cert- certain things on a certain schedule and need to be get done, it's going to get done. So if he's providing in that way financially, and and if he's providing in that way financially, is there something that a woman should do as far as saying, okay, you know what, he's he's not home a lot. Yeah. Let me call, let me look on Craigslist, or let me look on Facebook and Marketplace and see if I can find someone. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have a person to call for plumbing and HVAC. I'm gonna have a person to call if um for y'all work, especially if that's not his um specialty, because everybody can't do all that kind of stuff. And you got to know you got to know your gifts. Everybody that's can right. do that type of stuff. That's I'm gonna know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna it's you know if if I need an electrician, I'm not gonna sit there and let him and let him um experiment on on the wiring <laughs> in our house if he if that's not his specialty. So no, I would yeah, I would me personally, I'm gonna take that initiative to make sure those things, you know, because that that's what a partnership does. If you know that if that person as a man for for not being able to do that stuff though? No, I don't. No. Especially if we already if that's brought to the table and you already discussing say, look, say, well look, I'm gonna call, I'm calling um um 
the HVAC and, you know, people because, you know, the AC is not working, the senator. So I'm calling them this week. So if you here when they get here, I'm letting you know that I already, call. you know, that's that's what a partnership does. The partnership. Yeah. It's not, it's not nothing that I'm going to say, oh, so because um, I don't know no man that can't do no AC. You must not be no real man. You know, I don't, no. Nah. Mm -mm. But see, that's the maturity level, and you know, yeah. you know, of course, you know, they don't, they don't make men like they used to. But <laughs> I'm not gonna hold it against. No, no, we ain't slaves no more. That's right. They don't make slaves like they used to. Yeah. You know, you... <laughs> Khalil had a question, which is a good question. We're gonna go back to the kids for a minute. His question was: In the dating stage, can a man discipline the children? No. Uh oh. She said How early? Toya protected by her boy. Don't play with Toya's boys. I am, but when I'm dating someone, I don't really let them meet my kids, anyways, unless yeah. I know it's going to be serious. Like I said, I had a boyfriend, um, and my kids weren't around him a lot. We like did play dates with his kids and things like that. But I don't really let a lot of people around my kids men or friend you know female friends that's mm -hmm. just me i am protective of my children oh. and then, yeah. what, what's the time period? um what's the time period me and him were together like he met them like close to the end of our relationship honestly that's just how it worked out like i said we just didn't work out and he, my kids met him one time but i don't bring any and everyone around my kids so so how old are your kids um, I have a 15 year old, an eight year old, and my baby will be six on Wednesday. Okay, so I understand babies and, and young children. Mm -hmm. um, now, 15 year old, you could talk to him like that's, young, that's a young adult becoming a man. Yeah. Now, him, he doesn't he doesn't like for me to date. He doesn't want. Of course me to not. Date He's a young man, and he, he was he mama. He so he don't want to meet anyone. He yeah. wants yeah. to be to himself. So, so, like, so you have that you have that baby boy syndrome then, Toy. <laughs> Get to the point where you're comfortable with this man first. You don't sound like you were com you you don't sound like you really liked him yourself. I gotta was, see that person. I gotta see a long term relationship, right? Person before I introduce him to my children. Right. All right. So moving on to the next question. Is it true that when it comes to conflict, women, we want to talk it out and the men just want to internalize it or say, Let, let's just talk about it later? Um, I would agree. Yes. 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 So let me, let me answer that. So normally we do think a lot. We're more analytical. Women are more emotional. So... There's times you want to deal with it right then. We want to think about it. We want to like, okay, I hear you, but let me process this. Because right now, it might not come out right. And you want, let's talk about it. Let's talk right now. And like, no. <laughs> Trust me. Let me think about it and come back calmer, cooler. Because if I get hot now, we both can be hot. So, I with that. But you gotta come back to it at, at some point. Yeah, they don't never not come back to it. I exactly. Something about this, because like, Trina, I've been talking to someone, right? And like last Tuesday, he got mad at something I did. I didn't even know I did anything. He was being very passive aggressive the next day and didn't tell me until Friday that he had an issue with something that I did. So to me, I feel like why not address it? up front because when Friday I'm like I don't care like I'm like I don't care that you, like that was days ago first it's something stupid to be upset about anyways but now you want to talk about it Friday like it just didn't make sense to me to not address would, it would at that like time to, or the next day would you like for me to tell you why he was why he did what he did yes go ahead Frank please do tell get, 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 get your popcorn ready here's what happened <laughs> here's what happened Love. Every time, uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm not gonna say every time, but I'm gonna say a lot of times when women will bring will bring up an issue, there's nothing that a man can say because because like you all said, you already thought about all the scenarios. 
you all you all have thought about every scenario that could possibly be except for what the man scenario is you all think about all the scenarios in your head but not the not the scenarios on what is what is inside that man's head and that man is just like okay if i bring this up if i if i tell her how i'm feeling all she's going to do is she's not going to hear it she's not going to listen she's not going to hear it and she's she's going to be ready for the objection objection your honor so why is what is the point of us even bringing it up you know and, and it and it festers in us i don't i'm not again i'm not saying that we're right in it i'm just saying that this is what we are thinking about these are the things these are the issues that we're thinking about like oh god here we go here we go if, if she's bringing something up she pissed me off if i even bring it up to her she's gonna be like well here's the reason why i did this and blah 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 blah, blah. Well, we got a couple of comments. Candy says, my husband likes to talk and I find that I'm the one that internalizes things. And Esther says, this society indoctrinated men to not share their feelings. In the past, men had to be ready for combat slash war. Or, and little boys don't cry, you don't share your feelings kind of thing. Yeah, but they're, yeah they're taught that when they're little. You're right. Yeah. All right, so... That, that That is true. Women like to talk about it. Men like to internalize it. That's 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 right. That's normal for men, just from like deep seated, from like probably people who've been in their lives influenced them. Maybe we should work on that, but that's eventually you're gonna have to do it to communicate. That's the key to everything, in my opinion. But I do agree, men do like to internalize a lot of things. I do it myself, but I'm way more transparent now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. Why are you single? <laughs> when was the last time he had a relationship? I'm single by choice. Uh, I just want to be in a relationship right now. Okay. And my last relationship was it's 2022, so August 2021. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Good. Anybody else got anything to say about that? Um, let's see if we have any comments. Never go to sleep angry. That's what I have to say about that. No, never go to sleep angry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I haven't done that before. I have. I have all the well, time. You got time. So sometimes I want to stay naked for a minute. It don't feel good when you go to sleep angry. You don't. So can you date someone that has a different sex drive than yours? No. <laughs> well, we already know Trina's answer. Cheetah. She a cheetah. <laughs> I didn't cheat. You didn't. You, you didn't. Oh, you know, but the answer is no. It ain't just K. All y'all sitting up here looking. You know the answer. No. Right? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. You know you can't. No. Go ahead, Frank. Go ahead. Give us your answer. Now, me might. Y'all might be able to. I don't know. Y'all might be able to 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 deal with it, but no, no, Frank. I'm honest about mine. If I if if, if their sex drive is on overdrive, and I know I can't keep up. Can you date somebody who has a different sex drive than you? I guess it depends. That's that's not like a situational thing. Um, um, it depends if they can give. Uh, let, let's say uh, if it's higher or less. <laughs> it depends if they can give value in other ways, because it has to compensate, like for lack. You have to match it somewhere else. Okay. Oh, so you're gonna have to expand. You're gonna have to expand on that. Everybody is like, they're like on that one. They, you got to expand. All right. So let's say um, I'm with a woman and she has uh, a lower sex drive than me. Um, so that's 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 in stone. That's already set. So now we're going to have to find another area of that relationship that can or that can be higher to just match it, to compensate for it. Just like it could be. Uh, uh, Communicated uh, communication or just anything else. Like you, you just can't change that. So I just try to look for it in a different way. You can't like him. Some that compensate for it. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. No. 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 That no. don't work. I don't think. I don't agree with that, Khalil. Okay. So what? No. <laughs> somebody could communicate. Communicate ain't got nothing to do with it. Put it down. Exactly. You do it. Back it down, flip it down. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Oh no! <laughs> oh, yeah. Katrina said, they "Ain't got nothing to do with it, Khalil." <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with it. I, I feel like you can't Frank, change Frank it at said, that point. Frank said, "Rub it up and flip it down." Oh, 
Listen, here's what no, I'm saying. No, Peggy, tell what you said. Okay, so you said you got to put it down. I don't care about talking. Jason said you got to put it down. He ain't about to talking. Right. When you're having sex with somebody, that, that sex drive, I've been in relationships where the, the sex drive is. It may be an energy thing. I don't know. Right. It's, if you can be in, in relationships where the sex drive is is more, but like I've been in there where the woman wanted it every day. I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm every day. Plus years old. And I've had I've been in it where a woman has has wanted it. It has had a high sex drive, but her her sexual our sexual chemistry is off. Like I wanted mm-hmm. it a certain way, and she wanted it a certain way. So it's all about it's all about that attraction of who what you all are. That's again part of that first and second date conversations on what you like and what I what I like, and see if that see if that meshes. Because if if it doesn't, then we're wasting our time. Mm. Okay, that's one of the talks we have in the beginning. Yeah, and then you know, all in it, all in, in goes into what your interpretation of you know of that is. You know, your interpretation may be different from their interpret. You know, from Hell yeah, because we gonna, if it don't if it don't match mine, who gonna be on Pornhub? Who gonna be on whatever? Who gonna be on every damn damn thing? And they may be on the same shit. We gonna you know what, Frank? I'm a. I think that. <laughs> You're gonna need a little more resources outside of the, I think so. Sugar coat and shit just means you got some sweet shit. And then ain't no time to sugar coat shit anymore. What? <laughs> what was that? I said there's no time to sugarcoat shit. Cause when you sugarcoat shit, that means you just ended up with some sweet, nasty shit. <laughs> <laughs> And there it is. You, is. you have a conversation. And sometimes, you know, the sex talk is, you know, it can be a little uncomfortable depending on the people. But because we don't talk, that's when things get murky. And like, oh, but I didn't know you like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. But I didn't know you yeah. like this position. And then, the, and then the, sex talk, the sex talk could be, you know, like a, a facade or a game, you know. I, I mean, it could, you know. I'm a shit talker. But then when it come down to it, you know, I I, I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some examples, baby. What do you mean? I, I could talk plenty. I could talk plenty shit. But then you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's show and prove, Peggy. Show and prove. I mean, you know, I can talk shit with the rest of them, you know. And then you know. I might can't show and prove. That's all I'ma say. You can't back up. Yeah, don't don't look for no extra no extra um tricks and all that stuff for me. I mean, I might talk to John because I know that, oh, that that's what they want to hear. But then you be like, you know what? I was just playing. How important is foreplay to everybody? Do you that's need crucial. it? Or- one. Yeah, that's crucial. That's crucial. You gotta heat that stove up. Yeah, yes. and and for me, I'm a visual person. So I like I like to be seduced visually, like you know, mm-hmm. up, do some shit, do something that gets me going. Okay. Look at Trent. Like you gotta eat. You gotta eat that. She got she got hypnotized for a minute. She was like. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my, look at my eyes, Chris. You just put the cookies in the oven. Yeah, you put it at three seventy five. Khalil, they're cutting up. They're cutting up. Khalil, they're cutting up. Uh, Esther said, "I think I'm too old for this podcast." (laughs) Me too. Me too. Me too, Esther. Esther says she's been married 46 years, so the sex drive question is not a priority for her. I know that's right. It really ain't no problem. You ain't married on cruises, on carnival cruises. I I think, um, you know, I don't know when I, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, just ask the question you had was clear. How long have you been single? Oh, how long have you been single? Yeah. Okay, I've been single, and I've been telling people I've been single, but they ain't been believing me. I've been single since 2019. You got a DSD. <laughs> How you know she? Ain't that ain't got that. That's that, 2019. 
a DSD does not count as whether or not your your that doesn't take change your, your single or nice. um you know relationship status. So DSD is on this, you know, that's not that's counting. You don't count that. Break glass in case of emergency. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't count that, Frank. So you counting all that. I ain't count all that. <laughs> you don't count that. <laughs> yeah, don't the DSD don't nobody supposed to even know about that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't bring, you not bringing them to the family dinners and cookouts and all that. Rita oh, said, "Billy Tang." Toy, toy, you, you're right. You don't bring your cookouts. That just that's just with, with with the man Michael Bay. That's the main. That's your maintenance. That's, that's your side maintenance. It's like you know you gotta keep your car running. That's what you. That's what that is. Yeah, keep family dinner. They're not meeting my kids. Exactly. They not meeting nobody. They not meeting no friends. They mm. might meet Trina. Mm -mm, they ain't meet none of my friends. My friends, they automatically, if they meet somebody, oh, look at that. Then they thinking, oh, how long, when y'all go? Mm -mm. They'll be like, shut, don't do it. So I don't, I don't let nobody meet nobody no more. They, they, my friends know they can't, they ain't, ain't nobody to go meet, ain't gonna meet nobody no more. Mm -mm. If they'll be shocked if they see somebody, me with somebody, they, you know. Be, oh yeah, that's my husband. So that's how it's gonna be. Oh, we ain't gonna know till you get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are here to inspire her, the total woman. Yeah.